podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I once dated a girl from Texas, but she broke up with me for being too un-American. Honestly, I could see it coming from a kilometre away. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you said to us this morning that we should definitely do a quick episode today because you had a really good joke for the pod. Yeah, do you want to hear it? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't, I don't have one to follow up with, but (laughs) (laughs) I do actually, I've got another good American joke, American theme joke. If you want to hear that. Go for it. Uh, Sorry, this isn't meant to be offensive to any, you know, American listeners, but why are American girls usually very bad at maths? I don't know. Because they can't even. Even. (laughs) (laughs) podcast. no i mean it's it's more just uh an accentist isn't it you know yeah that's it <laughs> yeah oh mate uh, mate uh, i i feel like two two bad jokes equals a passable joke no we can't be adding likes- we can't be adding scores together to try and save yourself mate <laughs> <laughs> That was my whole plan for this this episode. This isn't like pile all over again where I give you two scores and then we get a final score at the end. Um, Nate, I'm really sorry, mate. It's a four. This the whole point and of that... the episode was for that joke. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you guys would love it. So guys... And that was for clarity. That was for the first joke. I'm not even scoring the second joke. Second one I thought was going to be even better. I thought that would be the five and then we'd get the... The cursory breath. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's just get this going, shall we, before Nate tells us another joke. Welcome to the Padhog, a podcast featuring stories following Formula One around the world. I'm Lawrence Bretto, senior writer at F1.com. And I'm Chris Medland, F1 correspondent at Racer. And I'm Nate Saunders from ESPN. Dramatic pause. Very dramatic. <laughs> so I was, I was also Nate Saunders who couldn't find the mute button, uh, <laughs> as well as being from ESPN.com. Strong start for you, Nate, this, this podcast. It has um, been. I might, I might sit out the next minute or so, <laughs> just let you guys chat it, chat it out. Well, fortunately for you, I've got review to read out again, but this is on a delay because I have to apologize uh, to Samuel Cox 28 on Twitter, who got in touch, um, just messaged us explaining that uh, he left a review on Apple Podcasts that hadn't appeared even after nearly two weeks. So he was dropping an unofficial review on Twitter. And I was like, oh, that's great. I'll... uh, I, you know, replied to the tweets and I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll read that out at some point. And then kept forgetting. So, uh, we got a tweet after our latest episode. It's like, I give up. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So here is Samuel Cox 28's uh, review. It says, absolutely must listen for anyone lacking that group of friends to talk nonsense with about F1, hashtag Gasly love Gasly. However, also full of insight and analysis from, from time to time, uh, which is yet yeah, fair. Uh, my personal favorite after every race weekend. And I'd love to get the chance to be a part of the chat with these guys one day. I'm a British fan living across the world in South Korea. So right. maybe get it back on the calendar and I'll see you guys then. Five stars. Um, and I would love to it. go back to South Korea. I'd love it. So would I. I never got to do it. I would have absolutely loved that. Just before we talk 
Mokpo, because that's actually what we're going to talk about. I'm going to plug something for Samuel as well, because there was a PS at the end of this, and seeing as he had to wait, it said, if you guys are thinking of adding to your mug, your mug for merch, I'm a hopeful artist, so, that, so I would be happy to help out. And he's got a link to his, uh, his artwork, which is really cool. Um, so he's samuelcox2801.myportfolio.com. That is an actual plug. Um, and there's some cool artwork on there. So if anyone fancies, uh, taking a look, uh, go for it. But I mean, there's this really cool, like race poster, F1 race poster stuff with, um, like a frozen Valtteri Bottas. So I'm going to send a link to you boys so you can actually see it because I'm just looking at it now and you have no idea what I'm looking at. But yeah, I'll send you, send you that. Anyone else feel free to check it out. Yeah. Thank you for the review as well. It's very kind of you. I, I, we are very lucky that we've got the three of us to talk nonsense to each other all the time because that's generally what comes out of our mouths, doesn't it, boys? It, yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, I, <laughs> I was a bit. I, I, and to continue that theme, you guys were like, "I'm going to talk Mokpo," but I was going to talk Squid Game, South Korea. But you know, we don't have to do that. Like, we we can do a Squid Game podcast. Never mind, we'll do that. I might leave this podcast and do a Squid Game podcast. <laughs> no one's no one's probably done that yet, have they? Do you think? Probably not many, actually. If you're quick. Like, I mean, I've I'm not watched about, game yet. So. I'm about four weeks late, I think. But um, yeah, when you said South Korea, I thought of that. So, you know, no one, no one goes signing up to any Squid Games, unless you think you're going to win. In which case, go for it. No spoilers, though. Don't worry, guys. That wasn't a spoiler. Good. You can, um, you can, win, you can win or lose the Squid Game. <laughs> I like <laughs> that your first thought of F1 fan in South Korea was not Mokpo, but in fact, uh, a different Netflix series that has nothing to do with Formula One. <laughs> maybe they the... they could merge the two together i mean korea was so long ago now and i never went you know that it doesn't really feel like an f1 race that it pops out you know of my of, of my memory was you guys no, but you... i remembered it because i never got to go and i really wanted to go same uh, I, never... I think i think Beretta and i were probably we just started working it and we're going to more and more races and hadn't got to that one yet and then it dropped off the calendar whereas yeah Nate, you were like oh, doing 20... all sports with espn weren't you about that time 2014 I started at F1 yeah so career had gone by that point I think it was the first year they'd got rid of it so for me it was never something that I saw I mean obviously I watched the race you know the races they had but I never was like oh, okay yeah next year I'd love to go to this one type thing so uh, I, I always wanted to go there I thought it looked fun although most people said it was um difficult should we say and not the most glamorous place to go but it looked cool I liked the idea it was one of those awesome tracks where they're like we're gonna have a cool racetrack which it did have like, you know, it's good for overtaking, had some straights, had some good testing sections. Had and some then they built as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they're, they're helpful on racetracks. Otherwise, <laughs> you'd just you'd never complete a lap, would you? Um, so they had that final section, didn't they, where the walls were built in already. And it was going to be called like the city center area. And they were going to build buildings around it and stuff. So you had like the city streets section, just they never built the buildings, which looked a bit odd. But I thought the idea was cool. So that was a bit of a shame. But. It's a bit of a it is a bit of a drawback for a city, isn't it? Not having buildings. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say I'm not I'm not an expert on the uh, on the matter. Although I used to make a pretty mean Sim City back in the day, uh, and buildings used to be the you know, like used to underpin every city that I built. They were quite key, I would say. So um, this has been Nate's uh, city building commerce hour, <laughs> uh, which followed Nate's joke hour. This is why I wanted us to do the pod, guys. I desperately texted these guys earlier, like, let's do a podcast. I'm in great form. It's like you're touting yourself to join another podcast. Yeah, it's like if, if there's a Squid Game podcast out there or a SimCity podcast or, you know, a, <laughs> a Questionable Joke podcast, any of the above. But I think we've got the Questionable Joke podcast already, to be fair. Yeah, I think we do. 
or a pie podcast from last week. I was thinking a lot about pie over the last seven days, especially pie-related jokes. But Lawrence didn't seem that into it, so maybe... No, but I did have a really nice paneer pie during between oh. the time in which we recorded that episode. And do you think Do you think he would have had that pie if it wasn't for the joke? I feel like... Prob- that... Probably not, no. No. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's great to be such an inspiration to have a pie. Oh, thank <laughs> you, Nate. Thank you. Well, in terms of inspirations, Nate, you said we should do a podcast because you are so excited to be getting on an aeroplane tomorrow and flying to Austin, aren't you? I am. It's just going to be uh, like, this is what I've been looking forward to all year. And a few weeks ago, I didn't think I was going to go. Now I am going. So it's going to be great. Uh, 10 hour flight straight to Houston. And um, yeah, I've been on one. I've, I mean, you guys have been on a few more than me, but I've been on one flight since the pandemic. Uh, and it was like a 45 minute from Amsterdam, you know, Amsterdam to London. So it barely felt like you were on a plane. Um, actually, that's a lie. I went to Dublin. So also, <laughs> <laughs> but also didn't seem like much of a flight because it's so quick. So, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be mega. And Austin, there's so much stuff that ESPN are doing in Austin that will be fun f- from my perspective. Uh, and it's just a great place. Uh, great city, great track, great food. And where are you staying? <laughs> staying in a place called Gonzales, Texas, which is <laughs> an hour's drive south of Austin. <laughs> so to anyone who lives, you know, to the good people of Gonzales, watch out. We're coming. Nate's <laughs> <laughs> coming. <laughs> Nate's jokes are on their way. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell those exact two. I'll find a bar and tell those two. Uh, yeah. Deepest, darkest Texas, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll go down fine. Um, <laughs> Gonzalez looks fun. What's it got going for it? Uh, well, it's got a few things. One of them is apparently it's got a very large Santa Claus museum there. Oh, wow. Which, which looks cool. Um, it also, so no, I need to get this right. There was a famous flag in the Texas War of Independence called the come and get me flag. No, come and get it flag. Where they wrote come and get it on the flag. And then the, you know, the invading army had to come and get it. It's, it's like capture the flag at school. But, you know, <laughs> with higher stakes, I, I guess. That's pretty fun. I've just realized the, the, the Santa Museum, this is terrible content, isn't it? No one knows. <laughs> the Santa Museum is in a place called Columbus, Texas, which Lawrence Edmondson and I are going to stop at on the way. So... <laughs> So it's not actually in Gonzalez at all. Sorry, so I'm getting mixed up with my Santa Claus fan <laughs> podcast uh, that I do, that I do once, once every December 24th. Me and several other Santa fanatics do that, and uh, I got I got confused. So, sorry. Well, I don't know I what's just, happening here. I'm, I'm just, I will also I'm just, correct you for it's the come and take it flag, not the come and get it flag. Um, so that's a, that's a shame. Well, I'm also, on. I'm on you missed out. <laughs> you, you did miss out on another place that you could have stayed, which was Seguin in Texas, which I liked a lot because you told me when you were looking for your hotels and you might have ended up in Seguin. What was the big attraction in Seguin? That is the home of the world's biggest pecan. And it has a big wow. statue. Yeah. I mean, what a claim to fame. And they have a big statue outside. Um, I don't know why it's there, whether they just like grew one once and then it just stayed there. But, um, yeah, so by this point, people are listening like, what? <laughs> what is this episode? <laughs> this special episode pre-Austin. And, uh, Nate really wanted. <laughs> and guys, I've got to say, it's all my fault. <laughs> Meadows, Meadows and Lawrence are like, is there much to talk about? I was like, no, I'm on fire, guys. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready. <laughs> but I wanted to hear your excitement, to be fair, because I, Beretta, I think, is also very excited, but he's been to a lot of races over the past 24 months. So I feel like there's just less of less hype in him right now. How hyped are you, Barreto? 
Now, I can't wait to get back on the road because I missed Russia and Turkey, as in I wasn't on the ground for both days. So or it feels like it's been... didn't even watch one of them. <laughs> Terrible. I didn't, for clarity, I didn't watch them live. I just wow. watched them. So. <laughs> Who was? But it's, it's been a month since. <laughs> I'm having a massive shunt today. It's not. I don't know. Wrong. Yeah, it was Artur Bottas in Turkey. Goodness sake. Yeah, a few days after, a few days after um, Sochi, Lawrence messaged me and was like, "I've only, I've only watched sixty laps, but that'll be fun." I can't believe Lando Norris won a race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> messaged him halfway through, being like, "Mate, you yeah. drove brilliantly. Great win." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad that rain held off. <laughs> 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 Wrote the feature, published it. Oh, didn't finish the race. It's definitely not too soon for those kind of jokes, is it? No, nah, it's all good. Nah. I mean, yeah, these these guys these guys got thick skin. I think. I hope. You hope. <laughs> They're not listening anyway, so it's fine. But I'm super excited to go to Austin. It's one of my favourites. Um, uh, I love the city. I'm lucky that I'm staying in the city. I'm staying near the Capitol building, that side of town. Um, and I love the track. It's one of my favourite ones to run, even though it's got a massive hill at the start. One of my yeah, that does. That really does. Great. That really does like get the adrenaline going, doesn't it? You know what I was thinking earlier? It's the first Austin that I've been to where there hasn't been a real sense of uh, a formality about the championship. Because mm-hmm. all the years I've gone, Lewis has either been about to win the championship or could seal it in. Because there was that spell, wasn't there? Like four years where he either won it in Mexico or Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was two. In, I think it was two in Mexico, two in Austin, maybe or one. In, I can't remember what it was. So it's the first one I'm going to where there's actually a a real title fight on the on the horizon. I think a place like Austin deserves that. Because as good as it was seeing someone wrap up the championship, it wasn't like there was any jeopardy really there in those ones. It was like, well, Lewis will win it here or he'll win it at the next place. Oh. Little pause. Medus can't hear anything. So, listeners, Medus <laughs> left the podcast and uh, we don't know what is going on. And he might never come back. I mean, I feel like out of the three of us, I should be <laughs> on today's showing. Based um, on today's efforts, yeah, Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, sorry to everyone. Well, th- sorry, but also thanks if you've gone this far. <laughs> if, I'm amazed that you've stayed for 14 minutes and 21 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the look of disappointment on your face was, was crazy. I'm quite quite sad. I'm really sorry, Nate, but it's because you've set such a high bar with a joke so far this year. Yeah. That when, yeah. even when it's average... It's disappointing. And I think, you know, we can compare that to Formula One in 2021, right? I think so. An average race this year. Well, instead of us talking about negative things about me, let's quickly talk negative things about Chris Medland while he's not (laughs) What do you think is Chris Medland's most annoying trait, if you had to pick one? He's always late. That he's always late. he, He is always late. So, guys, everyone listening, if you ever want to meet Medland and for some reason you get his phone number and you want to meet him at nine... Text him and say, I'll see you down there at eight. Yes. He'll still be late. He'll still be late, but he'll be close. But just not close. as late. And also, he'll be really apologetic about being late um, and want to make it up to you. But you'll, he'll only have been a couple of minutes late because you've given him an hour buffer. So, really, yeah. you're the real winner there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, here he comes. We'll be nice He's to back. him now. Wait a sec. He's back. Putting his headphones he on. Um, yeah. And so then I said, I love. How punctual Chris Medland. Oh, hey, good, good to see you, mate. Good to see you back. So sorry about that. What have I missed? Nothing. We've been Nothing. very nice about you. We're oh, critiquing, cool. critiquing uh, everything but you. Yes, good. Because, because frankly, sounds... there is nothing to be critical. No. With you, Medland. <laughs> I, am, I am perfect. Well, 
And my so, modesty is probably my strongest trait. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so one thing Meadows used to do very, very well, I remember, when uh, we would fly into races, was your predictions for races used to be spot on back in the day. Now, I don't know how 2021, Chris, deals with this, but I feel like as we're doing this special, what are your predictions for Austin? Hang on, just quickly. That must have been a long time ago, because I don't remember the last time that Medlin predicted something correctly. Uh... I think it was like yeah, it was like twenty sixteen. <laughs> so it was it was this side of the new millennium. Uh, I will have you guys know that I was um honoured enough to be set up with my own uh fantasy predictions league on Fantasy GP this year. Uh it's called the Medlin Cup. And it's got my mug on it. Yeah, that's right, people get to try and beat me. And obviously um, it's surprising. That's probably not surprising. Because journalists can be pretty much hated. Uh, quite a lot of people signed up to try and prove me like very, very wrong. And I've got, I think it says there's uh, about 75 people in it trying to beat me, of which I know like three. And I am fourth out of 75 wow. predictions, which I'm actually quite happy about. That's pretty I mean, good. Actually. That, could have been, that could have been really embarrassing if you were really low down. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm actually, I'm actually fairly happy with that. I'm just trying to look overall to see where I stand. Global rank 442nd in the world out of, uh, over 10,000 players. Okay. So I'll have you know, I'm actually excellent still at predicting things. Uh, I'll take it all back. And therefore I think that, um, this weekend probably going to be a track that favors arrows. Um, but <laughs> Brabham might be good, and I'm gonna go for a Carlos Reutemann win. Nice. Uh, so I thought you were gonna back. There. I thought you were gonna back the six-wheeled Tyrrell to win, but uh, the fact yeah. that you didn't, you know, speaks volumes. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna keep them as as gospel then. Your predictions? Uh, genuinely though, I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, I think like Merkavoy's been strong here, and they looked very good in Turkey. So I'm gonna go with a Hamilton win. And I'm going to go with Max limiting the damage in second. It's not going to be a one-two. I, I'm, I'm starting to lean towards McLaren will get the only one-two of the season. Uh, love, so love I'll that. go with, I'll go with Lewis, Max, Valtteri. Yeah. The new, the new and improved Valtteri Bottas. Um, 4.0, I... 5.0. I don't know where we are. I've lost track. Oh, I think it's like 8.3. Yeah. 12.0. Uh, no, twelve point two. They've had to like do a little upgrade post contract. Um, I don't know. I was. It's easy to say Hamilton, and he, he is very good in Austin, isn't he? But I feel like, yeah, let's 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 do it. Lewis Hamilton wins. Max second. I'm going to say Danny Rick in third because he loves Austin, and he's part like sixty percent of ESPN's content going into it. So Bold. <laughs> let's keep going. There's the hook. There's the reason. Um, Although. Before we get Bretto's prediction, I just want to say, Nate, I actually hate you. I actually what? hate you. Wow. Because Nate hooked up Danny Rick or got someone at ESPN, which I think it was Marty, wasn't it? Um, yeah. At ESPN to hook up Danny Rick with Bill's QB, Josh Allen, for some form of content. And I don't know what the content was, and I won't make you out it now because I'm assuming it hasn't come out yet. And that's no. probably a spoiler as it is, but I am raging because Josh Allen is probably my favorite player in the NFL, even though I'm a Panthers fan. Yeah, he is, he's, he's awesome. Uh, well, it's it, anyone who's watching Monday Night Football, uh, this week, Bills versus the Titans. It's, it will be in the build up to that. Cool. That's going to be mega. 
It's very, very cool. So you're saying I've got to edit this quickly enough for it to yes. go live yeah. by then. Right. Okay. Basically, the only reason I sent you that message was because I was like, I want everyone to watch Monday Night Football. <laughs> I'm a sleeper cell agent for ESPN, even though I say that I work for them at the beginning of the show. That's <laughs> part of the ruse. That's part of the whole that's part of the whole show. Anyway, I've talked way too much on this podcast. Lawrence, <laughs> what are your predictions? Um so I'm gonna go for a Lewis win as well. <clears throat> well, we're really boring, aren't we? But I'm gonna Yeah, but we're trying to be right, aren't we? Oh yeah, so, true. I suppose <laughs> if Lewis doesn't win this, that means we have a zero percent hit rate, which is good. <laughs> then I am gonna go for Merck one two. So I'm gonna go Lewis, Valtteri, Lando. Oh, what happens to Max? Not sure. Uh do you Struggles. think Red Bull, Red Bull could beat, sorry, uh, McLaren could beat Red Bull this weekend? I think that if, I think, I think there's the potential for McLaren to be in the mix, yeah. Wow. I like and that. So, um, and that will open out nicely, won't it? Because then we'll bounce ahead to a few circuits that are going to really favour Red Bull over Merck. So it will kind of open the championship up, um, heading into the final few. That I is think. bold. I mean, I don't think McLaren will do well in the first sector because of the high speed stuff and they'll struggle with that. But you're right. After that, they might be. It might be pretty solid, so it'll be interesting to see. But uh, that is, that's a proper title-changing weekend, Barreto. So I look People forward to a Red Bull win after all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <One>, two. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, if we're right, you heard it here first. If we're wrong, you need to figure out it. Yeah, we'll just delete the episode. It's fine. Nobody will have any recollection. Do not think about writing it down or making any permanent note of what we've said, please. No, yeah. Please. I might suggest we delete the episode anyway, just because, you know. <laughs> This is this has gone terribly. See, guys, this was meant to be. I was like, they're going to find my joke hilarious. I'm going to be on a roll, and it's just not happened, has it, guys? It's, it's basically been the. This has been like when BAR launched in 1999 with a little zip livery. That's how I feel. I feel like a little zip liveried BAR. A lot of hype, a lot of a lot of pressure, and then nothing. Failed to deliver. I mean, you put that pressure on yourself, um, but I've which quite is, enjoyed watching you try and live up to it. So, which is what um, BAR did I've had in 1999. Also true. <laughs> Maybe wow. we should just call it like a sprint episode and um, and cut and run soon. I, I Mainly like because we need to get ready for yeah going. I to, so, so I need to just pack bonus content, isn't it? And I also need to do more research into the best burgers in Austin because I need. That's all I want to do in Austin is eat burgers. So cool. um, that is a big focus of my research, proper research. Let's all let's all just chalk this one up in the lost column, this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and move on. Well, to, to save it, we won't know if this has saved it for a few days yet, but any listeners with knowledge of the Austin burger scene, tweet us, Facebook us, whatever you want to do, tell us your recommendations for Austin burgers. That's exactly why you come and listen to this podcast. It's so that you can share your knowledge of burgers. It's nothing to do with Formula One. You don't want to share in that sort of chat and knowledge. You want to tell Barreto where to go and eat a burger. And if we get one reply that gives a good recommendation, this will have been a resounding success. And it will probably win awards. Probably. If you know any burgers that are Santa-themed for my (laughs) podcast, that would be great as well. So (laughs) You, You joke that this has been a car crash, but I am now so excited to record next week's kind of post Austin pod that will explain what Gonzalez was like and the and the Santa place that you went to. Just I mean you are gonna go I'm, see I'm, the Santas, aren't you? You're like after all of this. You well, it's all, if it's if it's open, yeah I'll pop I'll pop my head in. I'll say hello. 
I'll say ho, ho, hello, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> God, the jokes don't get any better, do they? Right, we, need to, we need to finish this up. Lawrence. <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm calling it. Take it's control of the pod. Kick me off. It's got to go. Nate, you're done. Get out of here. I'm out. See you later, guys. Thanks, everybody, chaps. I will see you stateside. Thanks to everyone who is still listening and listened to the beginning. Um, appreciate it. Remember to hit the subscribe button and follow us on our social channels. I've been Lawrence, and you can read my work on F1.com. Chris has been Chris, and you can read his work on Racer.com. And Nate has been Nate, and he Nate has been shite. Work. <laughs> Nate has not been funny today. Nate's, Nate's been off form. Sorry, everyone. Nate needs to go and do some joke research, doesn't yeah. Nate? <laughs> Nate just needs to lie down, I think. <laughs> All right, chaps. We'll do this again sometime. See you soon. Bye. Oh, thank God that's over. <laughs>